When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Lawn bowling is more than just a game. There's no talking on the green. Welcome to Without Bias with Sam Hargraves. Welcome to another week on Without Bias, our dedicated lawn bowl show where we dive into the wonderful world of lawn bowls. Each week we've got some sensational guests and this week is no different. Aussie Jackaroos assistant coach Gary Willis will join us. But first and foremost, this man's got a very, very big night coming up uh, this month where he's going to be inducted into the Lawn Bowls Hall of Fame. Uh, this is a huge achievement. Uh, he was a former Jackaroo, retired last year, but still involved uh, at competitive level, at state level. And he's also the Bowls Queensland CEO. Brett Wilkie's been good enough to jump on the line with us. Hello, Brett. And first and foremost, congratulations for the honour that's going to be bestowed upon you this month. Yeah, thanks, Sam. Very honoured to, uh, to get the call up and the notice of uh, joining an illustrious group. When uh, when did you find out? I uh, found out uh, a couple of weeks ago. Louise Witten, one of the Bowls Australia board members, gave me a call to to let me know the great news. And uh, yeah, she I think she was heading up the panel that decided who were going to be the new Hall of Fame inductees. So yeah, it was great to to receive an honour and the phone call from Louise. Yourself and uh, Edda Benuto, Don Sherman and, and Brett uh, Dupre, that's an uh, illustrious company that you, you go into. It must be sort of a surreal feeling too that that's sort of bestowed upon you. It's it's incredible honour. Yeah, it's three great Australian bowlers. Uh, I was fortunate enough to play against Brett Dupre many years ago. We played juniors against each other. I was playing for Victoria and he was playing for New South Wales down at the uh, Melbourne Bowling Club many years ago. So that was Great to uh, he he played for Australia in a different era to me. I gave it away for a little while uh, to focus on other things, but then came back into the game and uh, made my way into the Australian squad up just after Brett went out. So yeah, and Don Sherman, you know, always looked up to him as a a, a young bowler growing up, and mm. uh, and Edda, I've just heard so much about what she's done in Queensland and uh, for Australia. So. Yeah, it's, it's just fantastic to be recognised and, and be a part of that group. Don, of course, was part of that historic 1982 Commonwealth Games uh, Bowls gold medal. It was Australia's first ever. And obviously he was a national coach, uh, 96 to, to 99. Your, uh, obviously your resumes know uh, nothing to be sneezed at either, uh, Brett Wilkie. What's, what do you think you're most proud of in, in your history of lawn bowls? I first came into the Australian squad in 2008 and then made my debut in 2009. So I've been in the in the squad for uh, around 10 years. And, yeah, it was just, I think, um, 
just been fortunate to travel around to many different countries and experience, you know, both the northern and southern hemispheres and the, and the difference in how it's played. And but just to be a part of it all and and meet a lot of great people and and play a lot alongside some some legends of the game and uh, some players that are still you know performing very well. It's yeah, it's just humbling to be a part of it all really for for ten years and um, to be a part of three Commonwealth Games and, and two World Championships is, is, uh, was a memory that I'll never forget. You had over 250 international appearances, which is just phenomenal. Uh, you've medalled at major events all across the world over that decade. Is there one that stands out for you? Is there a medal that you look at in what I'm sure is quite an expansive trophy cabinet? Is there one you look at a little bit more fondly than the others? Um, well, it's hard to, hard to single one out. Um, yeah, so I've... I've Probably the the first major one I, I won was the World Champion of Champions singles, so that that will always look back as a, a special one. Having won my way through to to win that one through, you had to win through Australia and then down to the World Champion of Champions. So that was my first major title uh, back in air in Scotland in 2009, and that that helped sort of elevate or start my international career because. Um, a few good tournament wins there elevated me into the um, the, the main sort of Australian Jackaroos team selection. So that sort of helped kickstart my career into the international in the international sort of arena. So that was probably yeah, that was probably one of the the major ones to get me going, which was a great memory. Where did it all start for you? How did you? And do you remember when it was that you first fell in love with lawn bowls, or you, you first started rolling them down the green? You know, I grew up in Ballarat in Victoria playing with my mum and dad. Uh, they used to be presidents of bowls clubs in Ballarat at Ballarat East at a young age. And then when I was old enough to start playing, I, I'd get out there and, and uh, roll as much as I could. And around when I was 11, I started to play a bit more socially and that sort of thing and started to play in the junior championships and moved to Webb Connor Bowling Club that looked after me very well as a junior and started uh, was lucky enough to get picked in the Victorian, won the Victorian junior pairs and then got into the Victorian junior team. I, I was part of the first ever Victoria versus New South Wales interstate junior series. So that was uh, great to be a part of. And, and it's just been a great series and great rivalry between Victoria and New South Wales. And then also uh, moving to Queensland, it's it's the same sort of good rivalry between Queensland and New South Wales as well. You're... But, uh, no, I thank my parents for, for getting me started in the game and then they've just supported me right through all of my career. Speaking to Brett Wilkie, uh, who's going to be inducted into the Lawn Bowls Hall of Fame at their awards night on October 30th. It's actually going to be hosted by our man Jack Heverin. So you're in very good hands there. Uh, the 2019 Hall of Fame and awards night is at the Mantra on view October 30th. You can go to bowls.com.au to find out how you can get yourself tickets. Um, all the details are on the website there. You're also the, the Bowls Queensland CEO. Um, a mate of mine, when I was living up there for five years, played every Saturday, um, and we used to go and watch him. There's not many better places in the world to play lawn bowls because of how good the weather is. How is the sport tracking um, up in Queensland? Yeah, it's going very well. You're right, though, with the climate. We're, we're sort of very fortunate with the greens and the and the climate we have here that we can play all year round and that sort of thing. So I know growing up in Ballarat and Victoria, it got quite cold in the winter. So 
wasn't much fun out outside playing playing bowls. But uh, yeah, we're we're spoiled up here with with the facilities that we have as well as the climate. So all year round, there's always a tournament or a, an event somewhere that you can go and play and enjoy the game. So yeah, it's going very well, especially the barefoot bowls side of thing. There's a lot of uh, participation levels. Uh, are high and going really well for all the clubs and it's just a matter of trying to convert them into playing uh, more competitive more often. Well I'll be doing that this Saturday up in Queensland. I'm heading up for this particular mate's Bucks Day and we are starting off with some barefoot bowls so um, can't wait to to get amongst it there. Uh, Brett Wilkie I, I wanted to ask you you've been involved in the game for such a long time and, and now as a CEO of Bowls Queensland what's been the greatest and the best advancement or I suppose introduction to the game that you think is helping it go through a, a real growth period at the moment? I think the the more bowls we can get on TV and also also through social media, as uh, with the live streaming and that sort of thing, is getting the game out there to to new people. I know uh, a lot of people sharing it on the social media and also being on free to wear and also on the radio like we are now. It's it's getting our our game out there and and it's really showing that um, it is a game for all ages and all abilities that can get out and enjoy the game. You know even with family members, great, you know, grandmothers and fathers and grandchildren, mothers and sons and things like that. You know, just on the weekend, we had a mother and son win our state mixed pairs championship. So it's it's a great advertisement for our game to um, that a game can everyone enjoy together. Well, Brett, it's been great catching up with you. Bowls Queensland CEO, former Jackaroo, retired last year, but still heavily involved in the great game of lawn bowls and uh, befitting of a man of your resume, going to be inducted on the October 30th into the Lawn Bowls Hall of Fame, the Bowls Australia 2019 Hall of Fame uh, Awards Night, October 30th, hosted by our very own Jack Heron, by the way. All the details at bowls.com.au. Brett, congratulations again, and thanks for having a chat to us uh, on Without Bias. Thanks for having me, Sam. Aussie Jackaroos assistant coach Gary Willis to join us next. He's also the head coach of the New South Wales under-18 squad. They are currently assembled in my hometown of Bendigo ahead of the national under-18 championships. We'll catch up with Gary Willis next on Without Bias, our Lawn Bowls dedicated show on the sporting capital, bowls.com.au for more information. From the wide outdoors to the great indoors, this is Without Bias with Sam Hargraves. Welcome back to Without Bias, our dedicated lawn bowl show on SEM. We do it all for Bowls Australia. You can find out everything that's going on in the wonderful world of lawn bowls at bowls.com.au. Gary Willis is a former Jackaroo, now currently the Australian Jackaroos assistant coach. He's also heading up the New South Wales under-18 squad at the moment at the 2019 Australian Under-18 Championships, which starts tomorrow in my old hometown of Bendigo. Uh, Gary's been good enough to jump on the line. What's the weather like in Bendigo uh, tonight, please, Gary? It is absolutely beautiful. You'll be pleased to hear. It's uh, sunny and bright, and the forecast is uh, glorious. You've uh, you've got your under-18s charges there. Um, I spoke to Vic coach Matt Flapper last week. Um, obviously, they're going into this tournament one of the favourites. How do you think you guys are placed, uh, your New South Wales under-18s? Yeah, we'll just try and uh, slip under the radar, under Matty Flapper's radar there, mate, and, uh, <laughs> and try and create a few surprises. You know, but um, 
No, we, we've got a, a four debutantes in this year's team of, of 10, five girls and five boys. So uh, we've worked extremely hard and the kids have worked extremely hard uh, to, to get ready for this event. And they're really excited. Can't wait to get out there tomorrow morning. This tournament has been synonymous with it's the best young talent available in the country, uh, bar none. It's been a, a great breeding ground of future Australian Jackaroos champions. It's it's a very prestigious tournament. How big is it in the development of, of these young bowlers, the under-18 national championships? Oh, it is. This, this is huge for, you know, for the under-18s. Um, I'm not talking about myself, but I played junior uh, championships 30 years ago and I was thinking about that this morning uh, fronting up against a guy by the name of Wayne Turley, meeting him for the first time in in Brisbane, I think it was Gaythorne Bowling Club in 1989 Uh, and that's where it all starts, you know, Wayne Turley went on to be a Hall of Famer and gold medalist, names like Brett Wilkie, Brett Dupre um, all these guys, Hall of Famers and uh, legends of the game, so this is where it all starts for the kids and um, and you build lifelong friendships too. So that's the, a really important part of this event too, that you know, you'll create friendships through this event for, for many, many years to come. We just spoke to Brett Wilkie a little earlier. Obviously, he and Dupre being inducted into the Hall of Fame on October 30th. So, And he spoke about you know how he got into lawn bowls and, and did mention the Under-18 Championships as being a pivotal moment uh, in his career. And we're already seeing it last year, Jared Davies and Kira Burke uh, they won the, the singles for Victoria. Obviously, Kira's now up with Queensland, but those two now added to the emerging Jackaroos squad. So rewards are there for performances uh, at this top level. They certainly are, yeah. We're looking you know, with the Australian team long-term, Australian Jackaroos squads, we're, we're looking as far down the track as you know, 2028. Um, and that's why those youngsters have been included, Jared and, and Kira and, and young Jake. And whatever they do in the meantime is going to be a bonus and, and get them even closer to, to uh, wearing that uh, coveted Australian cap. It'll be very exciting to see those guys here defending their titles um, this week. Both, you know, Victorians, although Kira's moved to Queensland now, they'll be really wanting this title again. So uh, they'll be uh, two classy players to keep an eye out for, that's for sure. Obviously, as we mentioned, Victoria won a lot of the events last year. Uh, they got the singles and then they claimed the boys' overall trophy as well. Um, and the Queensland collected the girls' trophy. For you, where do you think your best chances are for New South Wales with the charges that you've brought to Bendigo? Yes, it was a terrible week for me, personally, last year. <laughs> I'm only joking. They were sensational <laughs> last year. And, and Matty had his, uh, his charges really fired up and uh, played... Uh, really good. Queensland will obviously be bolstered with the addition of Kira Burke. So, yeah, we, we're um, you know we've we've got high hopes. We've had some uh, really good effort last year in the, winning the national fours, so the the gold medal in the fours and the gold medal in the girls triples. Um, and our boys singles player Toby Peters is one to watch as well. He uh, he went close and and I think he got pretty close to Jared Davies last year too. So. Um, no, we come in with high hopes and, as I said before, we've worked really hard. So hopefully some of that pays off. Hey, uh, speaking to uh, Gary Willis, uh, former Jackaroo and now currently Australian Jackaroo's assistant coach, um, you mentioned that you came up through the under-18s. Where did your bowling journey begin for you, Gary? I started with the ACT back in 1986. Um, it shows how old I am, I suppose, but... <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, I, same sort of situation. Played against the likes of Wayne Turley, as mentioned, and, and through the junior ranks with Brett Dupre and Karen Murphy and, 
and Brett Wilkie. So I saw those guys on numerous occasions at junior nationals. And, um, yeah, I started in Canberra, and I've, I'm now in, been in New South Wales for the last 10 years coaching teams, the women's team and men's team and, and the under-18s, and thoroughly enjoying it. And being part of a sport for over 30 years has just been an amazing experience, and um, I'm very lucky. When when you look back at your playing career, what was the highlight for you? What stood out as being probably your greatest moment uh, gracing the green stuff? Well, probably, obviously, playing com games. Manchester 2002 was, was the, the pinnacle for me. Just getting chosen in that group of seven guys was, was something, you know, I'll, I'll never forget and, and something I'll cherish forever. I suppose just getting my cap for the first time. Uh, cap 113 is is something uh, I hold close to my heart, and, and um, as do, does every other Australian player that that puts that cap on. So, yeah, just representing Australia, representing at any level really is a, is an honour, and I've sort of come become more aware of that over the years. How how uh, incredibly lucky we are to represent, whether it be your club or your your state or your country. It um, it just doesn't get much better. And what was the transition like for you, Gary? When, when did you decide that coaching was the, the next step for you? Oh, when Steve Glasson told me I had to. Pretty much. <laughs> Very hard to argue with the national coach when he, yeah. when he just taps you on the shoulder. <laughs> yeah, no, it, um, I was actually, I was working in Clubland. So um, I'd been a bowls manager in Canberra uh, for about 10 years at Tuggeranong Valley and then moved up to Tuncurry, and I was there for a couple of years, and, and Steve gave me the call, and and um, I had no you know, coaching, at, coaching at club level and had no sort of inclination to become a coach, but um, no, Steve gave me the opportunity, and, and um, I've enjoyed every minute. And, and when, I suppose, when did you, was there a moment that you went, actually... I, I can I know what I'm doing here. And do you, do you, is there a couple of players that you look at now and think I, I know that I've had a, a, a significant um, effect and um, influence on their career? I'd really hope so. I'd really I'd really hope so. And, and um, uh, I'm sort of more about the person than 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 the you know the obviously their their playing ability. They've all got amazing playing ability. It's more about making sure the person's okay and putting them in the in the right position to perform really well. So um, in saying that I, I know what I'm doing, sometimes I think I don't know what I'm doing. And then other times I think it's going really well and then it pops the balloon and I, I fall down again. But uh, that's coaching, I think. It's just the nature of the beast. Uh, you can be up, up uh, sky's the limit one minute and then the next minute you're, you're down in the depths. But um, I've, I've really enjoyed it. I love the role and, and feel so fortunate to be part of the Jackaroo squad. Oh, Gary, it's been absolutely fantastic chatting to you. Um, good luck with the New South Wales Chargers at the Under-18 National Championships um, in Bendigo. Uh, this starting tomorrow, so I know you'll be having an early one and uh, and get stuck into it tomorrow. Um, good luck for the New South Wales team up there and good luck with the Jackaroos because there's some big events coming up over the next couple of months as well uh, that you'll be at the forefront of getting them ready for. So thanks so much for chatting to us on Without Bias and, and good luck for the under-18s uh, this this week. Uh, thanks for having me and good luck to all the under-18s out there. Uh, I wish them all the very best. Um, put their best foot forward and uh, I'm sure they'll all shine through.
thanks for the well wishes of the Jackaroos too. They have got a busy schedule coming up, so uh, looking forward to that. Thanks very much. And you can see the full Jackaroos schedule at bowls.com.au. A big thanks to Gary Willis. Uh, it's now time for our Forever Young segment on Without Bias. All thanks to Tobin Brothers Funeral Celebrating Lives on the weekend on the Bowl Show that airs every Sunday at 3 p.m. on SBS. Our man Jack Heverin spoke to Roger Cotton from the Gisborne Bowling Club, joining the sport only three years ago. Roger has thrown himself into the organisation, working on the committee and helping to run the social bowls in Gisborne. Uh, he's been good enough to jump on the line. Uh, Roger, three years ago, not a hell of a long time to be in bowls, but you've really uh, made the most of it jumping in with both feet. Well, I, I believe that uh, if you're going to get into anything, no matter what it is, uh, if you can't put uh, the top effort in, then why bother? It's a very, well, I've been like that all my That's a very good point you make. Uh, so tell us about some of the work you've done helping out the Gisborne social scene on the lawn bowls front. Well, it, um, it's, it's something that um, you know a lot of clubs don't really pay enough attention to. We've got uh, some very good social bowls on on the Tuesday night and the Wednesday night, I'm not uh, directly involved with those, but a couple of our people are, and they do a hell of a good job of, uh, you know, getting um, local businesses and uh, people that uh, work hard during the day to get involved and let off a bit of steam over a game of bowls, which it can be. And uh, they're both very competitive sessions, Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, but I really got involved on uh, on Wednesdays, getting Wednesdays uh, sort of organised and... Uh, over the wintertime Saturdays and uh, over the year, um, over the last year anyway, we've built up uh, quite a significant number of people that come and bowl both uh, Wednesday and Saturdays. I mean, next week we go independence, of course, so social bowls will have to take a back seat for the Tuesday and uh, Wednesday sessions and also um, um, the night time and then uh, the Tuesday, uh, the Wednesday session in the afternoon. So it should be good. It'll be good for the club. And uh, all clubs should get involved in that type of activity, I believe. Roger, beautifully said. Uh, could not have put it any better myself. Congratulations on all the great work you've been doing with the Gisborne Bowls Club. And as you say, hopefully more people get involved and do what you've done to boost up those numbers from a social point well, of view not, from the club. Well, it's not only me, Sam. It's a, it's a whole range of people. But uh, we all uh, we all put our uh, two bobs worth in and uh, try and ensure that um, you know, it attracts new members, gets new people to the club, gets them involved in uh, in another kind of sport. And uh, believe me, it, uh, I don't know whether you've played it yourself, Sam, but it's a sure highly have. competitive game. And, uh, yeah, and, uh, and it's just a great sport. Great, great fun. That uh, certainly is. Good on you, Roger Cotton, our Forever Young segment on Without Bias. All thanks to Tobin Brothers Funerals, celebrating bowlers' lives every day. Don't forget to visit tobinbrothers.com.au for their bowls membership offer. That's it from us on Without Bias for another week. If you missed any of tonight's show, you can jump on sen.com.au and download the podcast to make sure you catch up on everything going on in the wonderful world of lawn bowls. If you're having a roll this weekend, enjoy that. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.